It's a new year's. It's a new scrollies. And this time we're just as loud. Maybe better mix though, because it's been a good year because mixing and, and editing is great. No, and no chips in this. I'm here, Team Ratnado, with the co-host. It is I, Squat Cobbler, and we're here uh, presenting one of Ultra's favorite scrolly subseries, uh, the Composers List. Yeah. That, that seems to just go on and on. You know, I was thinking, so, just, just to really rub it in my face, uh, the fact that I said we could do all of these in one episode, way back, uh, episode 10, maybe at the end of this uh, list, we'll just compile all of the back-to-back Composer discussions together and, and make it our longest episode yet. Let us know if you would hate that, Ultratronic. <laughs> <laughs> one big super rep it's worth it though because i don't know i i hope that it's fun i like that this is like a sub subsection of a subsection of a subsection like hey do you like uh late thick boys do you want to listen to a former late thick boy and a follower on a podcast that they started where they talk layers upon layers uh, it, it, it's so dense. There's so many things going on in the scrollies. Every every episode, the, the the lore runs so deep. I mean, it's just it's so hard to keep track of. That's why people start from the beginning, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Ratnado, well, welcome back to Scrollies. How's it going? Uh, how how was your holiday season? It was pretty bad. I did a 24 hour stream, and I don't know why. But the internet lasted. Kind of. Yeah, no, I mean, it did. I had like three downtimes. And if you, for some reason, weren't listening to it for 24 hours nonstop, you might have missed me saying, I really wish that the internet had died because I really wanted to sleep. And I was like, yeah, eventually we're, it's, I'm going to get three hours into this and then I can go to sleep because it died. By the time you got to Sonic and Final Fantasy 14, uh, the delirium was, was very apparent and uh, <laughs> the, loopy, the loopiness was starting to come out. I, I could see it. We could all see it. It was uh, painful to watch, but nonetheless entertaining. Yeah, it was fun, and uh, it's, it's a fun little, fun little thing I've decided to do to myself for no reason other than just <laughs> just because. Nobody's asking for it, but uh, you're here to <laughs> provide it. <laughs> it. It's always a fun way to to spend the end of the year, though. That's what we do. We're we're gamers. We play video games. We play all the video games. We have opinions on all of them, and they're all great, right, Squat Cobbler? Oh, yeah. Every single one is just a wonderful experience had. Uh, nothing, uh, no no cons, only pros. Just like us, professionals. Professionals. Well, I'm not a professional. I'm just really good. And this year, we're coming back. We're coming with even more good bits, even even more funny things. Audio's going to say something. Uh, uh. Yeah, exactly, man. Totally. If you're just here for the uh, composer episodes, man... You're holding out every month, and we're bringing it to you. Uh, before we get to those, Squat Cobbler, where we're definitely not going to have the same composer, what you been playing? Oh, what have I been playing? Well, let me tell you, Ratnado. I have been playing quite a number of things, uh, including uh, an entire new type of gaming experience that uh, is gimmicky to the nine yards. Uh, I have... The Wii! Oh, yeah, yes, uh... <laughs> Zach of Save Data's favorite console, the Wii Motion Controls. It's going to change the gaming landscape. Uh, it's, if you, if you want to know more, ask a young squat who was watching the, the commercials, see, seeing the future before his eyes for about five to six years. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have now in my possession, thanks to uh, Proud Mom Bear McButcher's very generous Christmas uh, gifting, a VR headset. 
Wow. Yeah, Mark Zuckerberg is now uh, watching my eyes, watching my physical space, and he's mapping all of it and, and crunching the data so he can sell it to people. Uh, but you, you, <laughs> but, not, but but I get to enjoy experiences in the process of that, such as playing multiplayer with Cinnamon Toast, wow. who was just on uh, last week. Uh, we played Rec Room, which is a, a little mini game uh, compilation. I think you can make your own games in it. Uh, I'm not exactly sure how that works. I didn't see a developer mode, but I, I, I guess you can make your own games in this game Rec Room uh, played on the VR. So. Fun times, fun times had. Yeah, you can, like, pretend to pretend to be making something. It's just like real life. Yeah, just like real life. Just like scrollies. We pretend to be making something, but really, I mean, you know, it's, it, who, who, who's to even say this is a real podcast? Yeah, exactly. Wait, I can't wait <laughs> until, the, until there's VRR, which is virtual reality within virtual reality. Ooh. Uh, you know, I just gotta look and find my VR headset, put it on, and then have an even more pixelated uh, experience than no the quest the quest two is good uh, that's the that's the model that I got uh, it's supposedly one of the higher res ones yeah and the first thing I thought when I put it on was wow I can see all the pixels <laughs> <laughs> I normally I normally say folks if you know me if you gotten recommendations from me for uh, for for TVs or monitors you'll 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 be laughing at this but I I think 4K it's a buzzword it's a marketing ploy and the majority of use cases you're not going to notice the difference between just regular old hd or, or 1440 and 4k yeah. but in the case of vr since it's so close to your eyes probably good to, to up the res as high as you can oh and uh, quest 2 you get used to it but, but but it's not exactly as sharp as i was expecting yeah uh, having had a few other vr headsets in the past um however it's it's a lot lighter uh i've said before that playing with vr the playing VR hurts my head physically because uh, the weight of the con- of the actual like uh, goggles is, is weighing down on my head, and I, I have to take it off after a few minutes because it hurts. But the Quest <laughs> Two is really light. I know, uh, weak. I gotta. I, I, I'm skipping my my neck day. Yeah, that is I, neck. Gotta day. do the. Gotta do those curls. Uh, yeah, exactly. VR, VR. Uh, the original v- Oculus is is just a workout for my neck. No, um, it, it's cool. I uh, I got Beat Saber. That's like the one vr game everyone plays i got that with it um and then resident evil 4 uh remade in vr um i didn't I haven't really done much besides just the uh shooting gallery trying out all the guns and i mean it's it's cool uh you know i i have not played any resident evil they say four is the best one uh don't know if this is the way to experience that or not but i guess i have that opportunity at my fingertips and then uh additionally i have a bunch of games already on steam that uh supported vr but I never really had the means to play, so I can play Tetris Effect now in its full glory, uh, which is honestly about the same. <laughs> the particle effects are now around me <laughs> instead of in front of me, which does feel great. I, I imagine that's amazing. Uh, it, it, oh, it's 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 like I'm swimming in the in the depths as blocks fall, and that's all I pay attention to. Yeah, just don't let any L shapes drop on top of you because you might disappear. I, I don't want to clear. I don't want to clear out of there. No, <laughs> I, I gotta. I gotta. I gotta only get threes. Yeah. Uh, T spins. Yeah. Additionally, yeah. Mist, uh, a code <laughs> synth one-time fame. That's a VR. That's a VR game that I can now play. Payday Two was like three bucks on sale, so I was like, sure, why not? I've never played it, but it's a VR game. Yeah. Oh, and then one of the coolest ones, unfortunately, the most buggy, uh, Star Wars Squadrons. Mm, yeah, uh, yeah. I got that for free on Epic not too long ago, 
and that has a VR uh, component to it. But uh, it crashes every time that I load into a new zone. So that makes sense. Get on that EA, fix it, and uh, other other than that, it'd be a really cool experience to sit in the cockpit and fly around. Yeah, yeah, that's dope. VR sounds really cool. I'm not. I, I don't know. I'm, I want augmented reality. I want to create an X-wing cockpit and then have a, sh- a screen that you know looks like i'm there so you know so then it feels real but i'm not ready for the vr yet Uh, there are ways uh supposedly to map your room and then walk around a virtual environment of the room that you're actually in uh however (laughs) doing that is almost certainly going to submit that data to facebook and i'm not sure if i want to do that yet yeah yeah i'd wait on that a little Uh, bit i will say i will say uh despite the the gimmicky nature of the games uh, probably my favorite use case of it is watching YouTube videos. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I mean... Because you can just blow them up big like it's a movie theater screen, and you just... Yeah. Uh, I mean, generally looks kind of bad because of how compressed YouTube videos get. That's probably my favorite thing to do with it so far. So, <laughs> you're all going to laugh at that. That's going to be a soundbite. I know it, but... YouTube, Squat says. YouTube, of course. Only YouTube. Only PG videos, of course. Oh, oh. We're at NATO. We would never. We would never insinuate otherwise. We would never watch Squirrelies in VR, ever. Yeah, squir- little did we know, Squirrelies had an entire visual component to it this whole time. <laughs> and, uh, you know, the less, the less said about that, the better. I, I've almost thought about getting one just because I heard that you can, like, you can watch, like, basketball games and they have, like, a, a camera down at, like, courtside. Oh, yeah. And so cool. that to me sounded pretty cool. I'm like, ooh, that would be kind of fun. It was a big feature when uh, COVID was happening because you couldn't go to games and you well, now you can mm. go courtside. There's no one else there, but... <laughs> another another cool app that I haven't tried out yet, but I, I just heard about today was um, it's called uh, Big Screen. Uh, shout out, I guess. It's free, uh, but it's like a movie theater mm-hmm. that you can actually invite friends to watch your own media. And I think you can also rent like movies and TV shows right. through it. But uh, you can like watch stuff on a movie theater screen with actual people there. And then afterwards, you can go out into a virtual lobby and like talk to people one-on-one about the movie. So it's like all the good things about a movie theater without any of the bad things. <laughs> I might be trying that out, and if it sucks, I'll, I'll, I'll redact all this, I guess. I was going to say, like, uh, my favorite part is the popcorn and the sticky seats, so... There, there is a feature in this app. I, I, I was I was watching a video talking about it, and if you have the option to both throw popcorn and tomatoes at the screen. Oh, perfect! I guess, depending on your, on your reaction, if you're liking it or not. Well, and also for, uh, I guess, for our friends who like Rocky Horror Picture Show, they're going to need what toast and forks they should add that exactly you know that that's the only way to experience the rocky horror picture <laughs> show you can't you can't just go to a theater and watch people perform it on stage as it's playing no you have to sit in a vr uh theater uh with your vr fork that you can toss at your vr screen uh watching rocky horror i feel like you've been to one with doobie teen surprisingly uh doobie teen is very into rocky horror <laughs> surprise to no one it's a surprise to nobody at all. I think he's even uh, taken part in a few performances, but I've actually never seen it. Uh, Charles, as well, is 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 pretty into it, and I think he might have been to a few events. But uh, yeah, never never had the opportunity to watch the the Rocky Horror Picture Show myself. So right. let me know what I'm missing out on, Snotrag. I, I would love to hear it. Oh wow, incredible! Well, VR man, that's dope. That sounds pretty cool. V- VR cobbler, that's what you can call me now. Uh, watch watch Sinnoh's VOD before it goes... I'll, I'll make a clip of Sinnoh's VOD and link it in the description uh, of him throwing a dart at my neck and I, I died on the ground. It was pretty funny. Oh, I'm going to uh, have to watch that. Ratnado, <laughs> what have you been playing? To be honest, I mean, 24-hour stream, I played the most diversity of games I've ever played in a long time. 
which is to say I played like more than three games. So, wow. <laughs> and to think two of them was Final Fantasy 14 twice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I, there was a point where I just knew I needed it. I needed something to keep me going. And uh, that was it. That was what kept me going. Hey, it's your it's your comfort, but also not too comfy because uh, then you'd fall asleep game. Exactly. Yeah, it's enough to keep me. No, really. Uh, was it like, I think Vivian got on got on with me at like, 8 a.m. The worst time in a 24-hour stream is like eight hours in, one third. Because after that, you're like, okay, I'm doing this. I'm back in the normal swing of things, and that's fine. If that was after Minecraft with RK fan, I was I was uh, sleeping myself, much to your uh, envy, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, no, that that was right after uh, Minecraft with RK. So, what have I been playing? Uh, I played Minecraft. I played uh, Final Fantasy 14. Obviously, I played. I'm playing Ocarina of Time for Chunky Cat, uh, even though she she just gets in and does her cat emote and then leaves. So, Zelduary. Zelduary is is, is there. that what we're in now? Yeah, Zeldcember in January. Zeldcember isn't real. It was Dread Sember without a, a single minute of Metroid Dread played. Oh, yeah, that's Thanks true. To, that's true. Thanks to internet uh, woes. <laughs> that's kind of what's on up on, on deck next. But uh, I played Sonic Frontiers. I played... What else did I play? I, I mean, I played some Star Fox, a little bit of Star Fox. And Fortnite. That's probably the biggest like staple to come back into my life is Fortnite because everyone at Huge is getting into it and I finally have people to play with again. I, I you know, I applaud uh, Main Tater for making a Fortnite fun channel uh, in his own little section and, and having it become the biggest channel in all of the Huge <laughs> Discord. <laughs> the point where we have to move it up into shared channels because everyone was asking about Fortnite everywhere. <laughs> where do we talk? Where do we talk? I, I, I blame I blame Eggy. I blame Didi. It's Didi. Like, of Aggie. Yeah, it's Dee Dee. Uh, Aggie brought the masses in, and then and then they continued to uh, to go from there. And now it's our MLM. You know, we 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 got brought in, so now we got to bring out other people. Now and it, and it continues to grow. Um, yeah, I haven't I haven't had like a static group that I play with in at least a little over a year. I think back in twenty twenty mid twenty twenty one. I want to say maybe early twenty twenty one is when that group fell apart that I used to play with every single day. Aww. And so it's been nice since then, just like to hop back on and, and, and jump in. And I played with uh, Geo and DD and uh, and Eggy and, and Squat was there. And uh, shout out Fuzgorg. I still haven't played with Main Tater. Even, even Mick Butcher came in for for a moment for for one round. It was first great. ever Fortnite game. <laughs> it was experienced on on the Ratnado twenty four hour stream. Yeah, I I haven't. I don't think I played with Main Tater yet though. Ah, well, hey, Maintainer, if you're listening to this and we know you are, hey, when's the next Fortnite fun night? Yeah. When, when's the next Fortnite fun stream? Yeah. Let us know. And uh, Ratnado wants to join. I'll, I'll even have a, a deep voice like Fruity. Yeah, he'll, he'll, he'll give up Final Fantasy XIV for that. That's how much he cares. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, for one night, not not forever. Let's <laughs> let's make that for, clear. For a few hours of one night, let's be clear. Yeah, exactly. I, I still have to run some, some stuff at the at night anyway so uh let's just run that you know what let's just cut this out just cut this out (laughs) yeah so yeah let's get into i think we've talked enough about games this is kind of cool because i think for a while we've both been pretty busy and it seems like over the break we played a lot of games we saw people and uh i don't know it's good to have this online community for me of people that i can just do stuff with but uh your 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 extrovert self siphoning energy from from fortniters and 24-hour watchers and uh, Minecrafters, and you're you're giving Ratnado life right now. Uh, so thank you for that. I'm I'm a I'm a social energy vampire. You get you could say you're the Colin Robinson of Twitch. You might just say that. 
<laughs> I don't know what that means, but I, I should. I really should. Oh, okay. Let's start. Where's our TV show, our, our movie and shows podcast? Yeah, yeah. Screenies coming your way soon. Uh, <laughs> bonus episode. Bonus. Let's do. Let's do a screenies. Uh, uh, okay, we'll do a screenies where you watch the first episode of Better Call Saul, and I watch the first episode of What We Do in the Shadows. Okay, bet done. Easy. In- inspiration, inspiration is is been placed and made in this recording. Keep your eye on the feed, everybody. <laughs> All right, Ratnado, we are back with the composer list. Yeah. Uh, this this ongoing, uh, never ending. I mean, well, never never ending until next time. <laughs> uh, list of our top five we, composers. We, we guarantee not, uh, this will go on no matter what. Yeah, we'll, we'll just go on to six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Who, has to, who says it has to end? <laughs> no. Uh, we're moving on to number four. So, so you know, uh, are you guys moving down to number four? Mm-hmm. Uh, Ratnado, by all means, please tell us uh, who and uh, uh, briefly why uh, your number four is. Okay, number four. I don't think it's going to be a huge surprise to anybody. I debated about it. I've pushed one back just because, well, you'll find out next month, okay? Number four, Persona Superstar Shoji Meguro is my composer, my number four composer. Squat Cobbler, have you ever heard of this person? Uh, You know, I've heard of this person uh, and their work uh, very much so because for the longest time, it was Doobie Team's uh, (laughs) PS4 theme and he would often fall asleep uh, with the menu on and just be playing on loop. Uh, beyond the mask, I think, or, or behind the mask, is that the name of the song? Yeah, that's yep, the one. That's... So, so I've heard that song uh, ad nauseum, and you know what? Hey, didn't get old. I, I, I dug it. It was a chill vibe. That, so, and that, I, that, that, that's a good sign. <laughs> that truly is like a song that everybody knows. Like, I think, uh, like I've heard so many people use it. You know, shout out Samson ID, and he uses. I don't know if he's played Persona, but. He I, he uses that song a lot, and I'm like, oh yeah, everyone everyone knows this song because I think like influencers, it's so chill. You it, it it goes on, it's very repetitive, but it's like it's relaxing, it's great. So um, yeah, that's that's my composer. I look forward to talking more about Shoji Megaro's work. Yeah, what about you, Squirt? Uh, you know, I think I think it's time. It's time for me to delve into this. And you know, it's a good thing that I let Ratnado go first because, uh, man, let me just let me just get you guys ready <clears throat> because uh, we're about to get into this. Oh boy, Grant Kirkhope, he's the man that made the DK rap. All right, Ratnado, continue on with Persona. I, I, I knew it. I knew it. I was gonna say it just to say it. I was like, Swat's like, oh, there's no way we have the same one. I'm like, I think I know who it's gonna be. Um, the, the Metroid thing threw me for a loop, but this one was not a surprise to me. We'll, we'll get into why the ordering was the way it was. Not that this is really like the, the numbers are such a big deal. I mean, we're talking about all these people, yeah. but but there is a reason why I, I went with the Metroid uh, with uh, Kenji Yamamoto before. Yeah, but uh, no, no, we'll get it. We'll get into Grant Kirkhope momentarily. Ratnado. I've set an alarm. Uh, <laughs> let's uh, let's let's proceed okay let's proceed so uh a lot of people now what's crazy to me is how big persona 5 was because i am also a newcomer to the series i mean i guess not so much now i've i've been a fan for five years but uh you know persona 5 what a time to get in on on the franchise 
And the reason that I got onto it was honestly just because I heard so much hype from people around me, people who I really respected, some real life friends who like love JRPGs, love like Final Fantasy, love like uh, Metal Gear Solid, like all those types of games. And they were like, hey, have you heard about Persona 5? I'm like, no, I'm just waiting for Breath of the Wild. Because these two games came out like about the same time. So uh, I remember it was like, what, 2017, probably like March, whatever it was in 2017. And I'm like, I, I was driving around. I could not find a copy of, uh, of Breath of the Wild. I took like four days off. I got home. I had just ordered it on of somebody's recommendation. And one of the best days of my life, Squat Cobbler, uh, I had mm. taken the morning off. I had ordered in the steel case because at this point, for whatever reason... The, the scalpers didn't snatch up that one. No, b- because I don't think that anyone... I think that there were, like the hype was there, but now Persona 5 is like a thing that everybody is like into now. Like Everyone universally is like, it's a good game. Well, it had been a, a sizable gap. I mean, the Shin Megami Tensei series was going on, but the Persona subseries had taken a, a, a back seat for a while, right? Persona 4 mm-hmm. was a PS2 title, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe, a- And I don't think there was... I don't. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think there was any presence on PS3, was there? Yeah, the the latest thing before that was Vita, which had come out in 2011. So this is six years of like no mainline entry, but it was like a big deal. And and I, I've used this comparison, and I told people on my stream that uh, to me, Crash and the Boys is the PSP of people, and Persona <laughs> is the is the is the Crash and the Boys genre of people, like the series. I'd say Catherine Fullbody fits the fits the description a little better, but sure, sure, we'll proceed. We'll, but, we'll proceed. But you kind of know what of I mean. Of like, I, I know what you're thinking. I, I'm just kidding. I know what you're thinking. Whereas now it's very mainstream. I think at the time it was a little more like it was well respected, but like not huge. Not everybody was into it. And thank goodness, like uh, that day. So that day off, I get it. It comes in the mail. I go on. I think I watched like King Kong, Godzilla, in or like you know uh, on like a matinee. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I get off, I go to my favorite wing place, sit in, you know, it's like noon, 1, 1 p.m., I have my wings, and then I go home, I go to my nice basement, my nice couch, and I sit down, and I install Persona 5, and holy sheesh, this game blew my mind, like, absolutely blew my mind on every level. It was a great story, it was a great setting, uh, the controls were really slick, but the thing that draws you in so much is just how stylish the music is. Like, uh, you, you've heard, uh, what songs it, uh, beneath the mask. Right. Yeah. And so like, that's like this really like very mellow song, but like the actual, I, I, I would know the track just by like hearing, but I would not know the name of it whatsoever. <laughs> like, uh, okay. And so just it comes out of nowhere and blows my mind. Uh, the instrumental version of wake up, get up, get out there. Uh, life will change. Uh, those just like absolutely seriously blew me away the level of storytelling everything in this game was just amazing I loved it just immediately on the spot Um, and I remember like the next like the next week when I went back to work my friend uh, I just absolutely gushed about it to him and so oh man just just incredible music squad incredible music Absolutely. I, you know, I don't have not played the Persona 5 uh, game, uh, anything in that series, despite the fact that way back in episode two, it was recommended to me as the numbers game to get me into numbers games. Oh, yeah. uh, right, NATO. So apologies there. 
Uh, but I don't think you've played Ori either. So so we're, we're, we're square in the fact we haven't taken either of each other's recommendations. <laughs> I did buy it. I, I do have oh, it. Oh, well, okay. I, I guess I got to go that extra step and buy the game at least and then just let it sit on the shelf. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. My, my digital shelf, so to speak. But none, nonetheless, uh, yeah, no, I, I remember when naturally, naturally, the most squat cobbler way of being introduced to any game series... <laughs> Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Uh, the DLC uh, pack had been announced, but none of the characters were. Yeah. And uh, at the Game Awards of all places, where I don't think Nintendo usually has much of a presence as far as uh, announcements or, or, or game related, because you know they're usually doing that through Nintendo Directs. They don't they don't do it through big game events anymore, like like E3, which is you know dead, yep. or uh, the Tokyo Game Show, which is for Japanese developers only. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. It didn't even start with, like, the Smash Brothers logo, right? It was just a regular old Persona 5 trailer. Joker, who was a character I'd never heard of before, was running around uh, talking about sealing something or, or, or getting some kind of invite. And then, sure enough, Smash Envelope. He was in the game. And I was like, all right, don't know who this is. <laughs> but but he's on Nintendo. <laughs> but I, I, so... like, I like the art style. So I guess I'll, yeah, exactly. He's on Nintendo now he's in Smash, so I guess I will find out. <laughs> uh, and, and sure enough, that's how I was introduced to Persona Five. Payday, much the same. I never heard of it before. And then uh, because because uh, of the fact it was in Smash and the fact that it was a popular PlayStation title, uh, he as well played Persona Five. Nice, essentially. Very good. So. Very good. Uh, yeah, I, I imagine that Doobie Teen was also uh, singing its praises. I don't know about before it came out. I mean, because this was 2017. This is before. This is when the late Thick Boys may have still been in college, right? Uh, yes. I, I, in fact, that that was during a span of time I was not playing much games at all. I did not have a Switch. I was not really even plugged into it much. I thought it was cool. K. Rule got added to Smash, but I had no intention of really getting the game at that moment in time. Uh, so yeah, I, I, I guess I was aware of the uh, fact that Smash had DLC characters coming out, but I didn't have the game. Uh, I wasn't really playing it, so I was like, "Cool, yeah, that's that's great." <laughs> so I was just I just hearing through the grapevine. I wish I I wish I was a little more tuned into at least what Doobie thought of it uh, back in the day because uh, man, I, we can't ask him now. He's dead. Yeah. So rest in peace, rest Doobie. In peace. Uh, he took he took that he took that uh, experience to the grave with him. I, I think he also took the discs with him too to that that uh, his burial he, outside an unnamed Del Taco. Yeah, well, well, his PlayStation covered in uh, in, in lewd stickers uh, still most likely has the theme of uh, Persona 5 as its uh, main menu. So <laughs> in that sense, it lives on. Yeah. It lives on through the spirit of, of PS4. Yeah, um, uh, exactly. Uh, I'll, I'll kind of talk, talk you through. This one's going to be really easy to make a playlist. And it will. this one will be because this one's really easy. Uh, hey, I'm going to try and put up a few for the last composer, uh, which I said I did, and I just remembered I haven't done yet. So that will be up there. I might cut this to you. Um, <laughs> Likewise. Sorry, maintainer, that we've, we've uh, what, fooled, fooled you once, shame on yeah. you, fooled us twice, fooled you twice, shame but on us. But this one is very easy to actually uh, do because the, the soundtrack's just actually up. So, um, and what, what's so great about this, and in the most Ratnado way, I used a lot of this music for Dungeons and Dragons because even though it's rock, it can kind of fit in if you do it right. There's a lot of rock here, a lot of jazz, acid jazz. Man, there's some of the best songs in here are just just like very simple. I think one thing, one song that everybody knows really well is Layer Cake, which is like kind of this like spooky sounding song at first. It comes in really like heavy and synthy and uh it's it's actually it's like in a, like this airsoft gun store uh 
that it, that it plays, mm-hmm. but I've heard a lot of people use it in like videos and as background music. Um, and this is kind of mostly just like a Persona 5 because <laughs> uh, I've listened to a little bit of the other stuff, but I can't say that I'm like as like, you know, I know every song. I know when it plays. I know the name of it. Uh, Last Surprise, which obviously everybody knows that's like in Smash Bros. Um, I, I would say it's like almost the that's probably the, what people would consider the theme song more or less. Uh, Willpower mm-hmm. is incredible. That's one of my favorite songs of all time good battle music and of course like beneath the mask which kind of everybody that's the one that i think everyone knows the most of that's just gone like super popular and everybody knows the name of man this is truly truly a stellar soundtrack uh i i don't recognize those names but i know for a fact i'd recognize the music if, if it's playing which i'm sure it is for you <laughs> but it's not for me uh <laughs> But Ryanado, we're talking a lot about Persona itself and this in the game and the soundtrack. But uh, the composer Shoji, uh, what can you tell me about him? Where where did he come into this picture? Was he involved in the series before this? So actually, yeah, and I mean that's kind of this is one of the reasons like uh, I put other composers a little bit ahead of Shoji Meguro is because I think that his his. Uh, depth of work is a little bit more contained if you go you can like look up his discography it is mostly just like persona shin megami right. tensei all those kind of like atlas games that he worked on but i can say also that i did listen to him through uh i bought trauma center's second opinion when that came out which is this cool wii game where you use the remote and the nunchuck in order to do surgery and that was a super fun game the music also stellar story pretty okay but uh the music really was great in there tons of shin megami this, this game to be featured in the competition that is nurse off 2021 uh coming at you uh in eventually in 2021 oh well well it's nurse off 2021 coming at you eventually yeah yeah of course. as it has been for the last three years yeah nurse off 2021 <laughs> but we I just gotta we just gotta line up the schedules plat plat and tracks are just uh, you know they're, they're they're just dodging each other every 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 night shift it's <laughs> it's so it's so close but so so impossible to line up but i feel like we have i feel like we have explained to people it's it's nurse off 2021 stop asking us when it's going to happen yeah nurse off 2021 will happen uh we're just waiting we're just yeah. waiting for the opportune moment to facilitate uh our contestants <laughs> Um. Yeah. Exactly. Well, I, I don't want to go too long. I don't want to pull a squat cobbler in here, even though I kind of already have. But uh, all right, and uh, <laughs> yeah, Grant Kirkwell's pretty great. But we are out of time, so I guess uh, we'll just uh, leave that. <laughs> hey, I put ten minutes on the clock. We just we're we're almost there. So yeah, most of these are either Shin Megami Tensei or Persona games eventually. But um, there there is uh, Catherine, which you also mentioned a lot of these Dubutine-esque Atlas games that, that he would uh, All of my exposure to any of this came through uh, the late Dubutine. <laughs> Rest in peace. <laughs> Rest in peace. Um, I'm going to try to put some stuff from all of these. I'm actually st- starting to listen to a few more, like, the older things. I actually want to play through the older Personas. I just haven't haven't had the time yet, so... Mm. Well, well I, I did inherit, I think, the entire series on... Uh... Uh, Dubitine's old PS3, so I do have I do have them all. If you, if you want me to lend it to you, uh, unfortunately, <laughs> Sin has breathed now my neck to play uh, Last of Us on it, so I don't know how we're going to share that. <laughs> hey, I'm, let me let me toss my hat into that as well. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, hey, hey, all in good time, folks. All in good time. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, squat. Let's all right. Let's let's talk about monkey. Let's talk about some more monkey. Oh, uh, there, there's more to Grant Kirkhope than just monkey. You think everything has to roll off? No, 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 no. Let's let's just talk because about monkey. monkey got brought up in in three of my four picks so far. Doesn't mean <laughs> so no. he's finally so, here performing for you, GK <sighs> Grant Kirkhope. I, I think there's a bit of a misconception. You see, the new funky mode regime became, I think, more of a performance than anything. But it initially, <laughs> Ratnado, was to was to demonstrate that I had the entirety of those lyrics memorized. And yeah. uh, in, in case there's any doubt, I'm going to cover my eyes right now. Oh, boy. His, his eyes are wide open. Here we go. So they're finally here performing for you. If you know the words, you can join in too. Put your hands together if you want to clap as we take it through this monkey rap. Huh? DK, Donkey Kong. He's the leader of the bunch. You know him well. He's finally back to some tail. His coconut gun can fire its burst. If he shoots you, it's going to hurt. He's bigger, faster, and stronger too. He's the first member of the DK crew. DK, Donkey Kong. DK, Donkey Kong is here. This Kong's got style, so listen up, dude. She can shrink in size to suit her moves. She's quickening what she needs to be. She can flip through the air and climb up trees. If you choose her, you won't choose wrong. But the skip and a hop, she's one cool Kong, huh? DK, Donkey Kong. He has no style, he has no grace. But this Kong has a funny face. He can handstand when he needs to and stretch his arms out just for you. Inflate himself, just like a balloon. This crazy Kong just sticks his tune, huh? DK, Donkey Kong. DK, Donkey Kong's here. He's back again in about time, too, and this time he's in the mood. He can fly real high with his jetpack on, with his pistols out. He's one cool Kong. Make you smile when he plays his tune, but Kremlin's. Watch out, because after you, DK, Donkey Kong. DK, Donkey Kong is here. He's finally, he's here for you. He's the last member of the DK crew. It's Kong so strong, it isn't funny. He can make a Kremlin car out for his mummy. He can pick up a world with relative ease. Make Crush and Rock seem such a breeze. He may move slow, he can't jump high, but this Kong is one hell of a guy. All right, Cranky, take us to the fridge. Walnuts, peanuts, pineapple smells. Grape smells, oranges, and coconut shells. Oh, yeah. Walnuts, peanuts, pineapple smells. Grape smells, oranges, and coconut shells. Oh, yeah. You know, it didn't sound right with the with the pause between one hell of a guy. Uh, like I said, performative, uh, but I, I, I needed to demonstrate the memorization at work. He did put on his VR, so I don't... <laughs> I, did, I did cover my eyes. I didn't, I didn't say what I covered my eyes with. There was a link out to it. I could see what he was looking at, and he was just in, uh, you know, he was on Donkey Kong Island. So it, it was there was no you know, lyrics. I just needed to I just needed to immerse yeah. myself, uh, folks. That's that's how I remember. It, it, it just needed to transport myself to a point in time. <laughs> uh, no, feel free to make that at the outtake or not. I think you might need to do some editing there to really <laughs> thank get you. The work. Thank but. you, thank you for that extra work. <laughs> uh, I'm going to take you back to a point in time, mm. Ratnado. A point in time that is the year of the DK Revolution, 1994. Can can you take can as. you take me back to that time? I, I'm going to take you back uh, figuratively <laughs> right now. And, and you as well, listener. So so join join me in this journey. There, there, there is an individual. There is an individual uh, named Grant Kirkhope who is currently in his mid-30s uh, working uh, gigs as a uh, backup guitarist and or trumpeter to, to a number of performers uh, playing in pubs, playing in uh, stadiums, uh, rock stars. I mean, all, all kinds of names you know. Uh, but Nonetheless, Grant Kirkup would not be a name you know at this time. He's just uh, on the stage. He uh, has a connection. Uh, he, ha- he has a colleague named Robert Robin Beelan, who was a drummer uh, on one of these gigs. And he worked for Rare. Uh, worked on the Donkey Kong Country soundtrack uh, in 1994. And he suggested that Grant Kirkup uh, apply to Rare. So he sent in five cassette tapes. And uh, every single one of them was denied. Rare never got back to him until 1995, out of the blue, uh, right after Diddy Kong's Quest, mm. KC2, was released. And uh, 
they, they, they hired him. Uh, he, he interviewed with my number one pick, David Wise, and uh, David Wise was, you know, moving on to the N64 just about, but said, hey, uh, we have these Game Boy games, uh, Donkey Kong Land, Donkey Kong Land 2, Donkey Kong Land 3, eventually. Uh, we need my music uh, to be transcribed to the Game Boy. So that was Grant Kirko's first work in video games and his first work in uh, Rareware. Uh, he, he was he was transitioning uh, the SNES music to the Game Boy from 16-bit to 8-bit and uh, throw, throwing a bit of a different uh, flair onto it. It's, it's not exactly a one-to-one uh, copy. Yeah, so. in a good way. In, 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 in a good enough way. <laughs> I'd, I'd say I still prefer the... I mean, Jam and Sam Miller himself has not covered the Game Boy versions of the tracks for a reason yeah. you know they're 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 fine but they're not the snes versions and they're not uh you know they're not as iconic but hey that was his in that's what he started doing uh in rare and then you know what right nato uh he, he got involved he got wrapped up in a little game you might have heard of or maybe you haven't called project dream oh are you aware of this game um i don't think so maybe i maybe i shouldn't be there's a reason why you wouldn't be familiar with it because it was canceled, hmm. or should I say, it uh, transformed. But that we'll, we'll, we'll get into that. Uh, Grant Kirkhope was the composer along with David Wise for this game, Project Dream. It was, uh, let's just say, had it come out, Ratnado would have been Young Squats in to the numbers games oh. because it was an RPG that Rare was developing for the Super oh. Nintendo using the same pre-rendered graphics. Uh, made on computers that uh, the same computers that made I mean made on the same computers that made Donkey Kong Country yeah, right 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 <laughs> because first and foremost the DK revolution was a graphical revolution yeah. uh, going from sprites to renders and uh, this was being carried over into Project Dream but uh, development kept going on it was uh, it was gonna be an adventure game spanning a huge world uh, with pirates and and uh it starred a little boy named Edgar, I think. And, uh, you know, it just it wasn't coming together. So I think eventually uh, what they did was they transitioned to the N64. But the soundtrack for the Super Nintendo version exists, and you can listen to it on YouTube. In fact, it might even be down in the description. Uh, a lot of tracks in it made for Project Dream, you might recognize uh, because they were repurposed later in future titles, which uh, we'll get into as well. So, nonetheless... Grant Kirkhope, I mean, what do you know him for, Ratnado? N64 titles, mainly, right? Yeah, basically, especially Rare, uh, Goldeneye. Hey, that was his first one on the N64. Yeah. It was Goldeneye. That's where I know the name from. Well, that it, of course, Monkey. Uh, well, well, hey, we'll get yeah. to that. 007, uh, Goldeneye. Uh, he had access to the James Bond theme, um, the main one from the entire, entirety of the series, but not any of the, uh, you know, uh, band title music yeah. not any of the movie soundtrack so pretty much everything in that game aside from you know the original James Bond's you know motif is original uh, it was done by him uh, pretty rock uh, rockin soundtrack um, you know yeah, I'm sure I'm sure we all have memories of the late night multiplayer matches with it Laren uh, except for me, because I, I never played a multiplayer with you anyone, there. and I was playing. Sorry, squat. Was playing with the, the left side of the controller. <laughs> but hey, I can, I can, uh, I can, I can project dream that myself. Yeah, there you go. You can, you can put some people in there with you. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> uh, so, 
yeah, that's what put him on the map, I'd say, Goldeneye. And then, turns out, Project Dream wasn't dead, because in its time, uh, going through uh, a rough development uh, from Super Nintendo to N64, they realized, you know, th th this boy, he's not really a very uh, identifiable, he's not really a very standout protagonist, you know, there's not really anything that's, you know, uh, s saying, wow, you know, look at me, I'm the star of a, a new 3D game. Yeah. But, Ratnado, this was all changed by a certain little game you might have heard of. It's me, Mario! When Rare saw Super Mario 64, they knew this is the future. This is what 3D gaming is. And you know what? We can do it better. So, out with Project Dream, in with Banjo-Kazooie. Yes, that that franchise that upended Mario 64 that we, we don't even know who Mario is anymore. I would say <laughs> had had Rareware stuck with Nintendo. Who's to say what Banjo 3 would have been? Banjo 2 was a bit of a bust because they tried to do too yeah. much. But uh, that, that, that's kind of just the the MO of the 3D uh, collectathon platforming genre that uh, Rareware found themselves Uh developing for the N64, and uh, we will talk about that another day, but <laughs> uh, yeah, Grant Kirkup did the soundtrack for Banjo-Kazooie, and I've always felt that his influence, that his style, it's zany, mm -hmm. it's a bit silly, it sounds like it's from a carnival, yeah. and uh, Banjo-Kazooie, uh, much to my shame as a VK Revolutionist, has, it's not a game that I've played. Dang. <laughs> I know. Shame on me. You know, maybe that will change this. You, uh, hold, hold out hopes, folks. Yeah, you have played, I mean, DK64. Hold, hold, hold out, Grant. Hold out, hold out, Kirk Hope, folks. There you go. Nailed it. <laughs> no. I got there. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, that's a name that I, I mean, I guess I know I, afterwards. To me, it's kind of like a reverse intro into that because it is like, I, I've heard that name in relation to Goldeneye, obviously, Perfect Dark, those are like things that are very familiar to me. Some soundtracks that I still listen to like all the time. I love the Perfect Dark soundtrack. I'll, I'll listen to the uncompressed version of those just like while I'm doing dishes. Um, and and so to find out like he did like a lot of things. I don't, he did Star Fox Adventures. I didn't know that. Shout out Chunky Cat. I bet she's she, she's listening to Grant Kirko. Uh, Banjo Kazooie. You know, like I I, I played it before. I was replaying it, and then I had tons of friends that were just everyone loved Banjo Kazooie when I was a kid. Uh, we never had it, so I didn't end up playing it all the way through. So, story time. Uh, my freshman year roommate in college. Uh, our, our introductory conversation. Uh, Hi, nice to meet you. I'm, I'm Squat Cobbler. Hi, I'm. Uh, I don't think he has a name uh, <laughs> on, on on any platform. So so hi, I'm 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 Squat's uh, college freshman year roommate. Um, I saw you had an N64 there. That's pretty cool. Uh, what kind of games did you bring? Oh, Donkey Kong 64. That's one of my favorites. Oh no way! Yeah, I love that game. And then we talked about DK <laughs> 64. Have you ever played Banjo Kazooie? No, I haven't. <laughs> oh, and that and. Who knows what could have happened? Ha, ha, who, who knows where that conversation would have led had I had I played it? So sh shame on me, shame on me. Uh, in the DK Revolution, will never forgive me for this. Life. And who is who is that college freshman now? Why it's Jeff Bezos, billionaire. If only Squat had just played Banjo Kazooie, 
He asked me if I wanted to invest in his fledgling company. <laughs> I said, ah, oh, let's see how the bookstore turns out. Yeah, yeah, I'll give me some time. Uh, and let me finish Banjo-Kazooie first, and then... Yeah, let me finish Banjo-Kazooie, and I'll think about it. <laughs> That's awesome, though. Yeah. Yeah, so... so it, it, Despite not playing it, I'm very aware of the game, very aware of its of his impact and of the music of it, which, uh, hey, have you ever heard of a little game called Smash Bros. Ultimate? No, what's that? Well, well we just talked about it not even <laughs> 20 minutes ago, right, Nate? I'm surprised you forgot about it already. But it, <laughs> oh, you, oh. Uh, which, would, you, would you believe that Grant Kirkhope is the first and uh, I think only Western composer that's been brought in to do a cover? Wow. I did not know that. They usually have their their Japanese teams do all the all the arrangements uh, of every of every song, no matter what series, no matter what franchise. So not only was he brought in to cover a track, but it was one of his own. Uh, he did Spiral Mountain for uh, for Smash Bros. Ultimate. Wow. Um, all that being said, uh, yeah, he was pretty big as far as uh, music names at Rare go. There's really about three of them, I think, at this time, which is David Wise, obviously. Robin Beeland, who uh, won't be my number five pick, yeah. <laughs> in case of you were wondering. I, I like I like his music. He's he's still around uh, with Rare. He's doing Sea of Thieves now, and I like the music in that. But uh, yeah, not 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 as not as uh, high up there as as Grant Kirkup and David Wise for me. Right, right. Uh, Kirkup, I feel though, uh, kind of became the the their staple composer, uh, probably in the latter half of their time with Nintendo, uh, leading into their early days at Microsoft. Mm-hmm. Uh, David Wise was still there. Uh, obviously, but you know, just as far as number of projects, I think Kirkup was attached to a lot more. Uh, Perfect Dark, you named uh, Star Fox Adventures, and then after the rare buyout at Microsoft, Viva Pinata, a game I've never played, but I remember the commercials yep. <laughs> for it on TV. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and and this is honestly the reason why he's my number four. I I do have gaps in my experience that I can't really speak to. Uh, pretty much. The entirety of the 2000s, I don't really uh, have any familiarity with what he was doing. Um, that said, what he did with Banjo Kazooie and DK64 uh, was very uh, was very impactful to a young squat. Little did I know at the time that a lot of the tracks in DK64 are actually repurposed from Banjo Kazooie and Project Dream. Mm-hmm. So. That soundtrack link down below will have a lot of tracks in it that ended up making their way into DK64 eventually, but they're 16-bit versions of them, such as the DK Isle theme, the Angry Aztec theme, uh, I think Tiny Kong's theme as well. So sounds good, pretty yeah. cool, pretty cool that it ended up finding a finding a use in one of the soundtracks, even if it wasn't the original game that it was made yeah. for. Yeah. Now, Ratnado, I said I wasn't very familiar with his work in the 2000s, but he had a resurgence uh, not too long ago. Uh, I'd say probably mid 2010s yeah. uh, with a little game called Ukulele. Oh, it was a spiritual successor to Banjo Kazooie. So naturally, they brought back the original composer and uh, became the number one Kickstarter uh, for a game at the time. I think. Yeah. Uh, I think it broke that record. Um, that's that's kind of where I even heard his name for the first time. I didn't really know who did the music for DK64, who was who was involved in all that um, at the time. But I remember uh, there was a video, I think it's still up on his YouTube channel, of him sitting out by his pool playing the Banjo-Kazooie theme on a ukulele. Nice. Nice. And a, and a kazoo. And a kazoo. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, okay, this is, the, this is that guy. Cool. 
Uh, a few years pass, and who gets attached to the Mario and Rabbids game, which I'm playing through right now on the YouTube? Grant Kirkhope, yeah. doing the Mario uh, music for the first time. He covered a lot of different uh, classic uh, classic melodies, like the Peach's Castle theme, uh, obviously the Mario theme, the, the Donkey Kong theme once again in the DLC, DK Adventure, and in the Rabbit Kong fight. And honestly, I think that's probably the best work he's done yet is uh, that Mario and Rabbids game. And shortly thereafter, which I have not played yet, so I can't really speak to it, but he, Gareth Coker, uh, who did the Ori soundtrack, and Yoko Shimomura, who we talked about uh, a few composer episodes back, united to do the sequel, Sparks of Hope. So really looking forward. I've heard a little bit of the soundtrack, haven't listened to too much of it. Yet I kind of want to experience it in the game. Not to not to pull it that some more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not not spoilers, but uh, yeah, haven't listened to a lot of it yet. Um, I'll, I'll 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 hear it all when I get the game on a deeply discounted sale, uh, as is the Ubisoft way. Yeah. Eventually, eventually, every game goes on sale to <laughs> to an extent. Um, so yeah, that's that's what he's been up to lately. Uh, I feel like he's really kind of coming into a resurgence now in the last few years and uh would love to hear a little more of his uh of his discography i really only know the games that i've played which is just a handful of them uh but yeah everything that i've heard from him i really enjoy i really like the the wackiness of his of his style he's kind of the danny elfman yeah i i would say of of video game composers because it's just always um bombastic and and like it's a carnival so yeah i i've always enjoyed that and i i continue to enjoy listening to his work very good very good yeah i mean i think a lot of those like once you hear you kind of know who it is and like uh he embodies that pretty much fully knowing it's like banjo kazooie uh uh golden eye like just there's a specific sound there for me what a time what a time to have a second party developer uh, slip through your fingertips. <laughs> Appar- apparently, Nintendo could have bought them out fully. They they went to them first and said, "Hey, uh, <laughs> we need we we need someone to buy us." So uh, you you willing to? I think we get along well. And they're like, "Ah, eh, nah, we're good." So Microsoft came along and swooped them up, and the rest is history. Could have been different. Imagine the world that world. Could have been a different world. We would have gotten Donkey Kong Racing, and uh, oh, life would have been different for the DK Revolution. Hey, it's okay, because oh. eventually we got Tropical Freeze. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're still holding on to that one tight. Uh, you know, you know, <laughs> I, I have to. It's it's all I have to hold on to right now. <laughs> Until the day they announced DK65. Well, yeah, exactly. There you go. It's coming. It's coming. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, th- th- thank you so much, man. Uh, yeah, I, I think uh, uh, a Grant Kirkhope uh, playlist is in order. If you put some perfect dark on there, I'm definitely going to listen to it just because, oh man, I, I know that's kind of different. That's not, that's the other side of it, but I really love Banjo-Kazooie music as well. We used uh, some Banjo-Kazooie music there in Halloween. Yeah, indeed um, we did. And uh, I, I, I was wondering if you were going to notice it. You were like, this is great music. What is this? And I'm like, hmm, well, maybe I shouldn't say anything, but it turns out it was you're number four sure enough sure enough yeah i i i really have to correct this uh, glaring flaw on my on my dk revolution <laughs> reputation and that i have played banjo kazooie who's to say who's to say what the future holds but uh yeah. nonetheless i i think that's uh that's basically all i have to say about him he he did the dk rap as a joke 
and uh, people didn't really get the joke and they just hated on it. And then <laughs> years later, it became a meme, and now it's living a whole I, second life. <laughs> I, I will. Last thing I'll say is I don't. I don't think we ever thought it was a joke. Back in the time, I remember when it came out, we were just like, oh, okay, yeah, the DK rap, sure. <laughs> well, well, here's the thing. Young Squat loved the DK rap unironically. Uh, yeah. Present day Squat loves the DK rap ironically. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the DK rap. It's just the DK rap. You know, hey, if any of you have DK rap mashups, have DK rap memory you'd like to share uh, on the huge Discord, there is a channel for just the DK rap called It's Just the DK Rap. <laughs> uh, I think Kelpsy was a little confused. Uh, just posted yeah. a just posted a DK video in there, but nonetheless, it is just for the DK rap. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for sharing that, Squat Cobbler. Um, man, another composer episode down. One more to go. What are we gonna do each month for one week, Squat? Without this, what's what's <laughs> what a world will that be? Uh, you, you say it's one month, but it's actually ten weeks. Uh, Sorry, ten weeks. Technically speaking. But nonetheless, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess we'll have to find something else to drone on and on about. Sorry, Ultrajonic, you you're, you're, you got one more to look forward to, and then we're done. But, we'll never talk about music again. Yeah, that, that'll be it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, um, I guess that's it. That's all I have to say, Squat Cobbler. Um, like once again, I am Team Rat NATO. Sometimes streaming, sometimes internet working, always playing Final Fantasy fourteen. I'm trying to get a little more diverse with it. Uh, at the moment, I'm trying to finish up Crisis Core Reunion so that I can then go on to Metroid Dread. And then after that, I think I'm going to try and maybe try and finish uh, a Plague Tale Requiem, after which point, who knows? Um, I have some ideas of what I'm going to do after that. But this year, I would like to get through uh, the Yakuza games, maybe like a dragon, Devil May Cry. I'd still like to finish up some of those. So we'll see. Come check me out. Come hang out. We're having a good time over there. And as always, plug for the Choo Choo Boys um you two you know, boys hey, there are yeah it's actually crazy there are like 20 people i know that either are in the free trial or are in the game like the full game so it's fun time come hang out with us and i'm here of course and of course i'm here with my co-host hey it's squat cobbler uh big plans on the horizon i i'm a little preoccupied at this moment but uh nonetheless the youtube series is still going on mario and rabbits uh, along with uh, other other playthroughs in the works. Uh, looking forward to getting those up soon. Um, yeah, check me out there and uh, share your share your favorite DK rap mashup. Do it. It's it's in the Discord. Huge. <laughs> all right. Uh, we'll see you all next week. Bye. See you later. Shoot, I got nothing. I need like some clappers. Uh, Squat Cobbler, DK Rap, take five. Uh, take four and a half. <laughs> <laughs> All right.